0: Thank you.
1: Hey there, Bogus listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Forever Bogus Podcast. And it's me, your friend from the past that had all the cool Ninja Turtle figures, B-Boy bogus price <laughs> that's so so <laughs> specific <laughs> i've
2: never heard that one yet that's the first time you said that one Try
1: something new on Try and something okay. new on and of course i'm staring at my best buddy jamie killsby aka i'm gonna
2: try something new too uh right off the cuff here let's see what we got freestyling okay all right uh your your favorite rapper from the middle school lunch table J dog there we
1: go J dog hey i actually really Ow. like that
2: do you like that? The favorite rapper thing from the middle school lunch That's channel? pretty good. Okay, cool. That's not
1: bad. I, I didn't know a, a person in middle school that liked to rap. He thought he was 50 Cent, mm-hmm. but he was more like a dime. Did you know Nicholson. Did you
2: know that I have a pretty prolific uh, hip hop career?
1: I did not know this. I did not know that at all.
2: Yeah, I used to go by Crazy K. Crazy K because of yep. Killsby? Yep. Okay. And to this day... The, my, the friends that knew me back then still still call me that. I kind of like that. Maybe you should it. use that as yeah.
1: your podcast handle. Crazy K. Crazy
2: K. Hey, it's crazy. Yeah. Or like, it, it, yes. Yeah, I got to bring that shit back. <laughs> I got to start rapping again.
1: <laughs> Why haven't you yet? <laughs> Screw this like little punk side band that you're doing I here know. and go straight solo. Why not?
2: I know. I, I think that's what's next. You know, <laughs> especially we're going to be locked down again around Christmas time. Yeah, you're going to have maybe, something. Maybe hip hop career. I'm already caught up on uh, on next generation. Maybe maybe a uh, hip hop career will be the next. Maybe thing. that's
1: it. It is a few days after Halloween. I'm still in the Halloween mood, and I know we talked a little bit like off air, and we're still feeling the vibe. We're still feeling the the spirit. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to give each other a, a recap of our holiday season. And Because uh, we haven't really had a chance to talk about everything that we encountered the day before Halloween and on Halloween Day itself.
2: Right. I've always thought, I always wanted to do a project, whether it was a podcast or a blog or something, called The Halloween Hangover. But now that's very close to our friends, The Haunted Hangover. Yeah. So it's a little too on the gimmick infringement but yes, i yes. i it was something i've been thinking about for years so this is a the unofficial we won't even call it that in the title because it's too gimmick infringement but yes this is kind of the <laughs> halloween hangover we were going to catch up and and uh talk about all the good things because the truth is for me it doesn't you know i'm doing my best to stay in the spirit the whole month but it doesn't usually happen for me until like the day of and the night before i agree so well,
1: i guess we could start here um, you sent me a text maybe a week or two prior to Halloween Day. You're like, I actually had my first Halloween experience this year. You want to start there with that?
2: Yeah. I, You know, so when we do this podcast, and especially when we do it around the Halloween time, I, I am an advocate for positivity, and I always want... You know, if you're if you're logging in to get some Halloween vibes, I don't want to be the guy who brings you down at all. But it it's tough sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is I, hard sometimes. I, now that we're past there earlier on the month, I I was kind of having a hard time and not feeling it exactly. And and I think that I, this is a very unpopular opinion. Um, maybe not actually. But but what I've found is that you know we we talk about all the stuff, the Halloween season. You got to watch all the movies. You know, you got to get the cereals. You got to get all the promotional food tie-ins. You got to do that. You got to do that. There's a lot
1: of requirements. It's very interesting.
2: There's a lot of requirements. And the truth is, if you are, and I've been saying this for years and people don't really respond to it well, is that if you are entirely dependent on corporations to make your Halloween season right, you're not going to have a good time. Nope. Nope. Uh, McDonald's has been out of the game of giving us something spooky and proper. For like
1: a decade, if not two decades. Target yes. is
2: putting the same old shit on the shelf every year. Yeah. With maybe like one or two new things. Same
1: thing with Spirit of Halloween. Spirit of Halloween has, you know, a handful of new things, but all of it's the same. So you're right. Don't rely on the capitalism for your Halloween spirit, or Halloween vibe or mood. It, you know what's
2: saying? Spirit is... Very telling because it is it's it's more spiritual. I know it sounds yes. crazy, but it it's I, maybe it doesn't sound crazy. It probably sounds crazy to an outsider, uh-huh. but if you are a Halloweeny like us, you know that it is like a spiritual thing. Um, I
1: don't know what your Myers Briggs is, but like I'm a feeler, and I really have to feel something to uh, get get the spirit. Um, right. So, so definitely with Halloween, like nostalgia really plays into that for me. So if I feel like some sort of nostalgia, I start feeling the Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the same with you or not.
2: For me, it's getting. I have a friend who has been. His dad was, uh, okay, so we were born in the late 80s, Bryce. Yes, yeah,
1: 89. Yep. Um,
2: so you, you know, you can peg how old we were when, you know, internet and AOL started getting around. I didn't really get internet till like late in the game, till like 99, 2000. Me, me too. Um, I have a friend who had internet since like 92 because okay. his dad was a computer guy. Oh, and I see. So this friend has been looking at porn since he was like four. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. I am not even trying to be funny. He's been looking at porn since he was four. And because <laughs> of that, his desi- his need, now he needs more fucked up shit. It just keeps spiraling because he's been yeah, looking at it for so gateway. long yes. that it gets boring. So that's kind of what's happening to my Halloween spirit. I've been doing it so much that you know
1: You need something I, new. You simply need something more. I need something to really new. Get I need you something in the extreme. Spirit. And yeah. I think
2: I think that. You know, so every year I have one new discovery or one or two new films I've never seen that I'm like, oh, it's A new is experience really or something. Yeah. Yes. And I, I did not find that this year. What I found this year was completely spiritual. It was about taking late night walks at like 1 a.m. and listening yeah. to the crispy leaves slide against the sidewalk in the, yes. the breeze and, and all that. You're, you know, you're talking
1: about like full sensory experience, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I had one night and I, I was texting Bryce and I was saying, Oh, I'm really having to try hard this year to feel it, you know. I'm having a, it's it, it's it's not coming easy. Yeah. And right after that, I was car I carved jack o' lanterns and I I was taking them out to the front and it was a cold, crispy night and a like I said, a leaf was like <laughs> scraping across the sidewalk in the wind and literally, I swear to God, you're gonna think I'm bullshitting. I have no reason to bullshit about this, but the a black cat ran across in my driveway, ran across me. Yeah. And then at, right after that, the entire power grid of my city went down. What? At, at, at one o'clock in the morning. So I'm standing out there listening to like these leaves scrape across the sidewalk and this black cat ran past me and I'm in just pitch fucking blackness. And that I was like, amazing. man, you can't, you can't buy this at spirit Halloween. This no. just has to happen. Um, I have one more thing I want to add about my, what helped me in this spirit. Okay. Uh, this year. Uh, which was a new thing, and I wish that I – it's its something that's been with me my whole life, but I wish I had known about it, was okay. that um, – So I, I was watching AMC Fear Fest a lot. I—I I, I, We got this – whatever. We don't have cable, but it doesn't fucking matter. We were watching a uh, – we just <laughs> let it roll through, and I started watching Halloween 4.
1: Yeah. And
2: uh, I've seen that before a lot of times, but I just never really thought about it, and I was watching it and, and – Three and four go together – no, I'm sorry. Four and, four five, and five go together. Yes. Yeah. They go together really well. They're, you could kind of watch them back to back and they're like one long film. And I, I just think that that story is so great. It is. And the addition of Jamie Lloyd, it adds the kids in peril element that we see yeah. in like Monster Squad and Goonies and stuff. A lot of modern and stuff, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like that. Th- that's a cool – turn on this franchise. So uh, later, you know, my whole Halloween love comes from my mom. She was, she really did it up big when I was a kid and stocked the house with all the treats and decorations (laughs) and the movies and everything. And, and she was a horror fan her whole life and still is. And, uh, when she, she was a, she had me pretty young. So she was a teenager in the eighties and her and her sister and her brothers and cousins, they had like a, horror movie VHS club where they would go like what? once a week and rent the newest horror movie at the, from the, you know, and like watch 80, it together. 80, and they'd all watch it together, uh, you know, that. back in the mid eighties. And, uh, so she, she's loved it forever. And I was just talking to her. I'm like, yeah, you know what's great is Halloween four. I, and she's like, yeah, you know what? I saw that, uh, when I was pregnant with you. And actually... Wait. Yeah. So you were in the
1: stomach watching Halloween 4 before you I were born? Yeah. That's and then amazing. she said, you know
2: what? I think... Uh, I'm pretty sure I, I heard the name Jamie and thought, oh, that's a pretty good name. I'm like, Whoa. motherfucker. Yeah. You know, there this is like... There are levels. Yeah. Oh everybody, God. Everybody has stories. Every horror fan has stories of like their first horror movie or watching something at such a young age. And I don't really have any stories like that. But I'm like, fuck. I... And probably named not named after like I want to name her after Jamie Lloyd, but more like she heard the name Jamie Lloyd in Halloween Four was like oh that's a nice name, and I was there as a as a as a worm watching that movie. So I I found that, (laughs) and then I had some weird spiritual connection with Halloween Four after I found that, where it was like everywhere I went I saw it. And, 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 you know, it was like I turn on the TV and it would just be on. It was actually the last movie after I was done on Halloween night and we had a great time. We'll get into that later. Uh-huh. Everybody was asleep. My wife was asleep. The house was quiet. The town was quiet. I just let me just turn on the TV one last time and see what the very final movie I watch of Halloween is. You know, one o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. November 1st, Halloween 4th. Full circle. And that's just what happened to be on. And it, I just couldn't avoid it everywhere I went. So finding out a little bit about yourself and your, your that, let me bring it around if If I can, because I know that's such a personal story that is probably maybe hard to relate to for people. But if you're struggling to find the Halloween spirit next year, try to find... Dig deep and go to the source for yourself and find out yes. why you love it so much. And think about when you were a kid and your experiences that maybe you don't remember. Ask your parents, like, oh, what was, what, what was Halloween like when I was a kid? All this kind of stuff. Because that shit, I was like, man, it, it felt like it was in my DNA when she told me that. I'm like, <laughs> really that, this once. it makes sense now. This all makes sense now.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that you found out about that this year. Yes, you know, in a we're, year where I the And that's never yeah. really came up. And then, for some reason, Halloween 2020 that came up for you and like deepened your love for the Halloween 31 franchise. Thirty-one years
2: old on Halloween, and yeah. a, a year that we needed it the most because everything's so fucked up.
0: Uh,
2: yep. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, so. In to wrap things up, too long. Didn't read. Uh, Halloween should be spiritual searching for yourself. Don't look for it in the stores and find your personal connection to it. Find the reason why you love it. Your early, early memories that you might even not have anymore.
1: And that's what forever bogus is really about. It's like, you know, deep digging deep, uh, on the nostalgia. It doesn't have to be a, a tangible thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a make, make a nugget buddy from yes. Halloween from 89 or whatever. It could be a memory. It can be something that deepens your lineage lineage with, with Halloween and your love for the, for the season. And I'm so happy that, yeah. that you found that for, for this season. I, and I, I
2: was too. I was too, because I, I, I was texting you and I don't remember exactly what you said, but you're kind of like, oh man, I guess it's a tough year or something like that, or you're mm-hmm. not as into it this year. And I was like, shit, I guess I'm not. That kind of sucks. And then just following that immediately, I found out about the Halloween 4 connection and had that <laughs> weird spiritual experience. It, it was great. This was a really great time, man.
1: I agree. Well, you know, like last year, for some reason, 2019, I wasn't fully in the Halloween spirit. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what that was all about. And uh, you were right. I think it was. Late September. That's typically when I start my, you know, Halloween celebrations and stuff, and watching Halloween specials and everything. And I remember texting you saying, like, you know what? I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be feeling the Halloween spirit this year. Yeah. And I think I think I was kind of projecting because of my feelings of of last year mm-hmm. and not not being fully into it. But I was completely wrong. I I definitely felt it. There were multiple moments where I was able to feel the spirit go through my body and actually feel that.
2: I want to add two things too. I think that this one might be an unpopular opinion. I, I, okay, so let's just let me just air it like this. Do whatever you want personally. If something works for you, just do it. Yes. My advice though is do not force it. Absolutely. Wait for it to happen because when you wait for it to happen, you will be scared. You know, you might get to October twentieth and be like, shit, it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um but when it does happen and it is it is magical. It is it's magical. magical yes. And a lot of people I talk to on Twitter start in like mid August that's, that's, I hate to say it. I think that's the wrong move, uh, personally. I agree.
1: We, we've both done it before. I think when we first started podcasting, we did it like mid-August yeah. thinking that we could force it and, and it helps to a certain extent, but you're right. right. It's, you don't get that full spirit and it's not as magical if you don't let it happen organically.
2: Yeah. And those people who start in mid-August, like, oh, I think I heard they're putting out the cereals at Target. I heard they're putting the shit out at Target. They're, they're tweeting about Christmas in, uh, on October 20th. <laughs> I'm serious. Which is fucked uh, up. Yeah. So like,
1: why? (laughs) Because you're missing the point. You're missing the point of Halloween. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Exactly. So do whatever works for you. But my advice is let it happen naturally. I agree. You know, search yourself and don't don't let a a store don't let a million uh, not million a trillion dollar company decide whether you're gonna have a good year or not. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, but I will say, and I'll get to it more that like I felt things were a lot more Halloween-y this year than last year. But we'll get more into that here in a moment. So I I was worried uh, I'd, I'd say mid to late September that I was not going to feel the Halloween spirit this year. Yes. Yeah, mostly because we we bought my my wife's childhood home.
2: Yeah, congratulations! Thank yeah. you.
1: Uh, I really haven't made that public on the on the podcast, mostly because we recorded a bunch of episodes before we yes. actually moved. So. Yeah. This is the first time I'm able to talk about it on the podcast. We bought her childhood home, which was actually her grandparents' home, because she spent a lot of time here. And it's like pretty much our mansion. It's like double the size of our old house, and we're actually able to display all of our toys, all of my VHS, like everything that we love that we had to you know, keep in boxes because we didn't have the room in our old house, we're able to actually show off here.
2: My favorite thing about it, I mean, there's so much to love about it, but my my personal favorite thing about it is that I think it's her grandfather, right? Was it her grandfather? Yeah. He had. He was the leader. It was the head <laughs> member of a can collecting club. Yes, in Kansas City. That's and right. And so down in like the basement, there is the headquarters of this can collecting club <laughs> with all these ancient cans and these shelves specifically built for these cans. That's so. Yeah, that's cool it's as it. shit. It, it you is need to amazing. find. The definitive name of that club, and either I will design I it for you, or I, you I can do find have, it. Oh, do they have a flag yes, or
1: something? My so they, they do have a little like logo and stuff. So, uh, Amy, you my, gotta print my it wife, out, dude. <laughs> Amy, my wife, contacted the, the local club that's still going on today. Whoa, the can collector's shit. Yes, yeah. It's like can collectors of uh, Kansas City or something like that. And he's the one that coined like the name and started the club. Because you're right, he was a huge collector of all these obsolete beer cans that were collected pretty much nationwide and worldwide. And he had a huge collection, over a 1,000 cans. And uh, he had built all these custom um little shelving things in the basement and his office that his office, which is currently my office, and um just put his cans up everywhere and Amy told me when she was a child when she she loved looking at specific cans and she actually owns the cans that she loved to look at as a child. We still have those on display here in the uh the the bogus basement. Um, so kind of like a tribute to, to him, but he, he started the chapter here. It's still running. We uh, gave a bunch of memorabilia to them and they're actually going to display it at the next like conference wow. whenever they have a chance to do that. So it's amazing, man. I I love The the Can Collectors
2: Conference, yes. (laughs) You know what? There is weirder shit. There's like a there are there's like Flat Earther Flat Earther conferences and shit. I'd much rather hang out with people who like to talk about cans.
1: Exactly, I agree. (laughs) And it's it's a pretty interesting uh, history. Just like collecting VHS, it has a very deep history, and there's a lot to learn about it. But but anyway, that's besides the point. We bought the house in September. We were actually supposed to get married on Halloween this year, but because of COVID and stuff, we had to cancel that. We were super bummed about it. I think that's another reason why I wasn't like feeling the Halloween spirit because I built up so much energy thinking about this wedding and how amazing it's going to be and stuff. And now I got canceled. Yeah. But we decided that we were going to elope this year. Yeah. Instead of having a huge wedding and ceremony and stuff, it's just going to be us. We're going to make it very intimate. We're going to go on like a Halloween. Uh, adventure, a Halloween trip.
2: That looks pretty fucking amazing, dude. And actually, I, I I think that you know, I hope that people take inspiration from that because the the <laughs>
1: the big the
2: big giant wedding that we all know is is very much post nineteen eighty one American. Yeah, thing.
1: it's very traditional, and honestly, like I feel like it's slowly starting to lose the tradition because nowadays with like uh, people are experiencing different things like same gender uh, weddings and stuff like that. It's t- completely non-traditional, so why do we have to follow yeah. the-, the traditional ceremony and stuff like that? And I feel like more people are more open to doing like eloping or different um things when it comes to wedding ceremonies, like making it way different or People were having, like, I've seen people have Halloween weddings, but it's just, like, one big Halloween party rather than, like, a sit-down ceremony and have to go through all the, the scripture and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I agree with you. Like, why do you have to continue to follow the tradition?
2: I don't know. I don't know the answer why. I, I We did have a pretty traditional wedding, and I don't, I mean... Uh, it, it was about the fam- it was for the family. I think that's the yes. answer. Is the reason why you have a traditional wedding is because you it's- have a lot of family that are traditional people. Exactly. And uh, when we met with the pastor who was who you know was going to be marrying us, <laughs> I'm so bad at this stuff. But you know, Kate was like, my wife was pretty blatant about like, hey, listen, uh, the Jesus stuff make that about three percent. <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Oh my god!" My skin was crawling. You can't say that to the pastor, but he was cool. He did it. It was that's very good. You know, at least it he was respectful. Yeah, it. yeah, that's yeah. really nice. That's well, that's dude. I uh, we actually um, haven't touched a base since all this. I mean, we've texted a little bit, but we we planned on doing this on a podcast, so we're getting this all fresh. I saw some pictures from yeah. your adventure, but and it looked amazing. <laughs> but you're gonna have to. D- tell me I'll about, go in more yeah, detail yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go
1: in more detail so we did get uh, well, another reason why we wanted to do the wedding I just wanted to clarify this is that it wasn't necessarily that the whole ceremony and stuff it was more like gathering people together and kind of setting a spell whether if it was like people who who knew they were setting the spell or not but it's like setting this intention to set us up for an amazing life and that's yeah. what we, really why we wanted to do that but instead we decided to elope we got some amazing photos done by our, our friend Kelly of uh, element um, photography. She did an amazing job. I can't wait to release more of those photos because they're all like kind of like dark American gothic, kind of like uh, whimsical and uh, foresty. They're amazing. They turned out great. Cannot wait to share that with more people. But what we decided to do was elope at Herman, Missouri, which um, most of Missourians that are listening may be aware of the place, but what it is is pretty much just like wine country here in Missouri. So that's a place where you go to find very unique kind of wine. And uh, it's also kind of a small rural town. So it's kind of going there for that small town feel and vibe as well.
2: Now, is, is it like, I don't know, around around here, uh, if you drive about 45 to an hour north, um, there's, there's, there's the Poconos. We have the Poconos Mountains in, in okay. Pennsylvania, just north of New- north Jersey. And it's very hokey and you're in the woods but there's also like you know the old haunted candle shop and all these <laughs> is it kind of like that a
1: little bit you know it's not really themed like we have a place like that called Eureka Eureka mm-hmm. Springs it's not in Missouri it's actually in Arkansas but um it's, it's just less hokey it's more like people actually legitimately live there okay and uh they don't really go all out um for any reason so it's just kind of like a your basic um a uh, small rural town, but they, they have that wine country feel to it. So a lot of like wineries, a lot of like uh, farms and stuff like that. So it, that was nice. But uh, this was like a three-day thing. So the the third day, we actually ended up in Herman, Missouri on Halloween Day. And there was a lot that kind of led up to that and kind of built up the Halloween spirit as well. So Thursday, after we got off of work, we went down to go visit my my friend uh, – not my friend. <laughs> my brother, who's also a friend. um to kind of go visit him, I haven't seen him since pretty much Christmas of last year. Is your
2: brother older or younger than you? I can't I am, remember. I'm
1: the oldest of five. So oh, he's, Jesus
2: Christ. Yes. Yeah, do I don't like, know if we've know talked that. about no, that. No, I don't think we've ever
1: talked about that. I'm surprised too. I think we have in previous shows. But You're anyway, the oldest of five? I'm the oldest of five. And that's actually my stepbrother, but like. I've known him since he was five years old. Yeah, so I so I just, he's your brother. I yeah. consider him my brother. Yeah. But it was nice. It was nice to go down and, and to Columbia and kind of see all the Halloween decorations and stuff and visit with him and have fun with him. But the next day we went to Saint Louis, Missouri. This is Friday. We went to Saint Louis, Missouri, because that evening we were going to Six Flags for their Fright Fest. So that was kind of so
2: the first stop was at the brothers' house. Then you yes. go to Fright Fest. Yes. Oh yeah. That's yeah, come on.
1: And I, you know me. And we've talked about this on previously on a, a, a podcast too. That I do not like going to haunted places, haunted attractions.
2: Yeah, you said you scream. Like you, I you, will scream. Yeah. Like it's
1: funny. You watched that Hubie Halloween. Oh, that, and was, how, it, that how, was it. Yeah. How Hubie, Adam Sandler's character reacted to all the scary stuff. It's pretty much how I react in real life. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I get scared very easily. There for some reason I don't know why. It's probably a lot deeper than I what I think it is. <laughs> but thankfully, because of COVID, they uh, very limited um the uh, uh the patrons they, they limited capacity with all the people oh, that can oh, be oh, in there okay. and they also limited the the jump scares yeah so, i would imagine they're not jumping in your face really so really all the like scary things were caged away in like fences and stuff there were mm-hmm. the fences but be- like a good 12 feet in between you and the scary thing so i could handle that just as long as nobody comes behind me and tries to scare me how, how tall are you I'm six two.
2: Okay, I, I'm I'm six five, six six okay. on a good posture day. And uh, <laughs> what happens when you're six six is they they don't even do anything to you anymore. Really, like, yeah, even no, mess they, with they, you? they don't even try to scare you. Actually, they okay. just like walk past. And well, so, maybe
1: they're scared that you would like punch them or something. Yeah, like, you react I, and I don't punch know. them
2: because <laughs> I, I, I'm not like uh, you know I I'm six six, but I'm not like Kevin Nash. I'm more like the. The bear that rides the airplane in that Disney cartoon. What's that? <laughs> Baloo? I, I, yeah, I, I am Baloo. You know what? I have a friend whose last name is Baloo, so I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I thought it was Baloo. But uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm more like Baloo, so I don't know why. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, were they, were they behind? So they're behind fences or were they behind plastic? So they're
1: behind fences. They're behind fences, so you can still kind of interact with them, which yeah. was really nice. But dude the whole park at seven o'clock like changed. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. So you see all the fog, like coming out, the lights change colors to like purple and orange. It's just very atmospheric. It gets dark. It is amazing. I love it.
2: It It is a vibe, dude. Actually. Yes. Yes. When the world is normal next year, hopefully, um, Go to go to Fright Fest, man. That is if you are having a hard time with the Halloween spirit, because you're right. We were there yes. last year, and you know, you're going through the park and everything's pretty normal during the daytime. And then it does once it starts starts going down, there's actually like these sounds start going through the yes. speakers and you're like, Oh, something bad's happening. And you see oh, these ghouls yeah. start coming out from like the woodworks and shit, and you're like, yes. Oh man, <laughs> it's changing.
1: I can feel it in yeah. my bones. Oh. And there was a full moon out and stuff like it was perfect timing and their decorations were on point. Like they had the headless horseman, a bunch of like skeletons and stuff displayed. They had all the Halloween treats like the undead grape juice. We had the uh, screaming. What, funnel is, cake. what is undead grape juice? I'm not 100% sure. We we did not try. We thought is it about just it. Grape juice? Like, yeah, I think so. I think it's great. You might get like a cool collector's glass, but yeah. I think it was just grape juice. The last Fright Fest
2: I went to, they had a promo tie-in with this Oreos candy. It uh-huh. was like Oreos candy bar, and okay, so the, yeah. everywhere you went, every like you walked in six feet. No, like every six feet you walked, there was some ghoul, some sixteen-year-old dressed up as a ghoul who's like, and hands you some Oreos chocolate. <laughs> so I ate about thirty-six of them. That and, is amazing, and it was it was like the it was like uh, you know the the. Two thirds into uh, Hocus Pocus, where he's like, "I don't yes. feel very good," because <laughs> you ate so much candy, you porker. That's what I was right. like.
1: Yeah, that's what your wife was saying to yeah, you. Come exactly. on, Dude, porker. Come on you porker, That's so funny. That is hilarious. But it was amazing. And after that, we got to watch a couple like uh, shows there, like Halloween affiliated shows. Were they good? What, what kind of shows? There was one called Dead Man's Party, and it was mostly just like dancing. But it was. It had a very nineties twist to it. Like they're playing a lot did of like. They do
2: did they do use dead man or Go Boingo? Dead man's party? No, they didn't. Oh. Surprisingly,
1: they didn't. But they used like Rob Zombie, Marilyn okay. Manson, a lot of nineties stuff. Even their outfits looked super nineties. And Amy pointed this out. Super nineties, super satanic stuff in it. it oh, very interesting.
2: cool. And it
1: was fun. And then there was another one called uh, Love After First Fright. I think it was called. Oh, that's that, was, that,
2: that could be. Uh... That could be on your guys' cards. Love there it. There
1: <laughs> be <loved. Surprise. laughs> yes. And that was fun. And uh, we were there for a good four hours, and we rode a few rides and stuff, experienced it. And then by the time our, our feet or legs couldn't handle walking anymore, we went back to the hotel and uh, watched Panic Fest Tricks or Treats. Oh, which, cool. uh, How which was we actually it? made a. Uh, it was great. We actually yeah. made a a special for it, a Halloween special. I've Forever seen that. Did. And uh, we submitted it to that, so it was fun to watch that and a bunch of other shorts. And we watched Bad Candy, which I don't think is will be released until next year. Uh, yeah, I was dying to that. That was that fantastic. a
2: dude from Gremlins and shit, right? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. kind of I, like a, uh, it's it. like a trick or treat. It's like a yes, trick Halloween or treat anthology.
1: A bit, but it's it's done very well. Where you don't even realize it's just like trick or treat. You don't realize it's an anthology. Can you?
2: Are you comfortable with saying whether or not the anthology is all connected, all the different stories? Yes, oh, it is all connected. Fuck yeah, it's I have to wait till next year to see this
1: cocksucking movie. Yeah, of, sorry, it. dude. <laughs>
2: Motherfucker. Well, I'm glad it went. It you know you worked that into your wedding weekend.
1: Yes, and it made me. It, it helped. Um, Make the Halloween spirit more and it energized us a lot more too, and that felt great what what about you? What did you do the night before Halloween?
2: The night before Halloween is a lot of pressure around here, um and it was even more pressure this year than than general, so let me just real quick as a backup, okay we, when my wife and I moved into the house we live in now, we were really, like
1: what a year ago, like
2: n- no dude, this was uh this is our this, it'll be three years. Uh, Holy
1: cow. No, you've had two two Halloweens there, right? We've had
2: two Halloweens here, but we missed one because we moved in right after our wedding in Okay, November. so
1: it's been three years yeah. now. Okay.
2: And uh, we really crash landed here. We had an apartment um, uh, in a complex, and we decided it was time to move out of there. So in between there and here, we lived at an apartment that was connected to my grandmother's house. Okay. And I was okay with that. She was less okay with it. Uh, but, we, <laughs> but when we found we were just like, okay, this is not ideal, but you know, while we're saving up for the wedding and everything, this is an okay place to be. And then, um, we found out, uh, some family was going to be coming up from Florida for Christmas to stay with us. And, uh, no hate to these family members in particular, but as soon as we found that out, we were like, we have to get out of this fucking apartment. Now.
0: Oh, man, I've been um, there, that's so not
2: fun. We did that the day we found out, we went on Craigslist, we saw this apartment. Or this house that we're in now. We're renting our we rent our house. So we we saw this house and we called the guy and he had just posted it in five minutes. He was like, Oh yeah, you can come now if you want. So it just (laughs) was so fortuitous. So we just crash landed here. We did not know. The reason why I gave you that backup, that backstory, is the the house that we've been living in for three years and will be for another couple years. Um we did not know that this town is Halloween Central. Hell Um, yes. We had Three over three hundred and fifty trick or treaters this year. This year,
0: wow! In a
2: year where like COVID almost canceled Halloween, we had yes. three hundred and fifty trick or treaters, and I know that, that is because crazy. we made three hundred and fifty bags candy and you bags, ran out. and we ran out. We had to start giving out <laughs> fruit snacks from the pantry and shit <laughs> boxes of craft mac and cheese and stuff like that. Wow! Um, and I we we tried to uh, do our best to keep into Um, the social distance protocol, you know, not get Uh too close to any kids or any mom and moms and dads. And so I set up a coffin with a. Clown inside of it, like there was, and he was propped up on a table. So it was like he was there was a wake for this clown, and uh, all the treats, treat bags were on his chest. So when a kid would okay. come, I would, I was dressed as a as Art the clown from the movie Terrifier, nice. and uh, a really creepy clown. If you haven't seen it, that's all you really yes, know. it is. It's very um, creepy. So the kids would come, and I'd point towards the, the casket, and they would have to walk up and grab a bag. And some of them were were like whatever they just grabbed it and they walked on. Though I would I would keep an eye on them. And the ones that were um, timid about it, like reaching in, thinking that maybe it was going to jump out at them. It was just a dummy um, that I stuffed with my clothes with newspaper and put on a, <laughs> a clown mask. But it did look like a body in there. And you could see the ones who were like a uh, little iffy about reaching. I had a I had a clown horn, you know, like the that clowns yeah, carry squeaky, around. Squeaky. <laughs> yeah. But it was loud as shit. So when I saw that one kid was particularly – whenever I saw a kid that was particularly um, –
1: it was frightened. Uh, Scared yeah, of it. Yeah.
2: I would brum, honk it really loud right before he touched <laughs> it. And they would jump like eight feet in the air. <laughs> but yeah, so this, this year we had so many, we had 350 trick-or-treaters. Halloween becomes this thing now, which I, I, w- the first podcast we ever did together was about Halloween. And we were just talking about, you know, ba- kind of what we're doing now. Um, yes. You know, and I mentioned my, my great grandmother. So my mom's grandmother uh, was a absolute Halloween maniac.
1: Like, didn't and, she wear, like, a Freddy mask until, like, right. up to the day that she passed away? Exactly. <laughs> so, I
2: remember her as a very old woman. Um, and, yeah, she was in a wheelchair and she had a Freddy Krueger mask that she would wear. She was, like, 98 <laughs> years old. And, That's uh, great. But, but when she, you know, when my mom was a kid and, and her brothers and sisters uh, were kids, they remember her decorating her house like like a madwoman, you know, in, in, uh-huh. the, in the 60s and 70s and stuff and so halloween is very important to my Your mom's family, side of the family like yes yes, yes. Yeah. i mean we we all love it uh, i like to think that you know my family on the other side appreciates what we do but it is we get it we don't even have to explain it to each other on my mom's side of the family my her, my her brother my uncle um loves it so much and has such deep memories of it, but he's an older guy, you know, he's like 60. Uh So he doesn't have the thing that we have where we can go on Twitter and Instagram and share it with all these people who feel the same way. So he just comes over every year and dresses in like a horrifying costume and just stands (laughs) on our property, scaring kids. That's so perfect. You know, and we get, we get some food ordered and, uh, some families here where all the trick or treaters are coming. It's a really big day. Um, and our house display was bigger than ever. We had entered. Yeah, let, let's
1: talk about that. Let's right. talk about this contest that right. your your town had. So we this was only our second
2: Halloween in this town. We just missed the, the Halloween three years ago because we moved in in November. So this is our second Halloween here. And when we found out last year, like, oh, dude, this town really fucking does it. Like, something happens. They, everybody <laughs> goes a little nuts. Like, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It looks like the Halloweens that you see in Goosebumps episodes, like, OK, when you stay, honestly, like the every of, house
1: is decorated. The
2: end of the night, I close my eyes to go to bed and all I could see, you know, you know, when you're like looking at something all day, you kind of see it when you close your eyes.
0: Yes. I could
2: just see like small witches and robots crossing the street <laughs> just in, in in hundreds of them. And I'm like, wow. you know, and it, it's exactly like Halloween in a movie. Like, you, you know, you watch these movies, you go, oh, there's no there's not that many kids in real life. It, it, Yeah, dude, it happens here. And I don't know what the fuck it is. But the town goes nuts a little bit. And with that, the decorations are nuts. That Everybody does their house up. At the very least, everybody has a jack-o'-lantern on their porch. Uh-huh. Um, but a lot of people do a lot more than that. So last year, we did a big display like we always do. And people were asking us if we were in the contest. And I'm like, I don't, don't know what you're talking about. Thanks. Have a nice one. And then we found <laughs> out that yeah, there is a large contest in the city. It's a relatively big city. Um, that for the Halloween displays. So we're going to enter it this year and we're going to see what happens. And man, we won. We won the the contest. Hell yes, you and-
1: did. And you could go on Facebook right now and look it up. Yes. Like at least your photos. But there were probably, what, 12 other people that had – Right, and and almost the same amount of decorations up. Like, you had some pretty good competition. Yeah, that
2: wasn't even everybody in the town, thankfully. Like, uh, there were houses that had more stuff. Yeah, we found out a few things. Like, we won, but, you know, in the announcement of us winning, they said, we also want to give a shout-out to Mr. Halloween, who unfortunately passed away this year, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I look it up, and there's this guy in this town that everyone knew as Mr. Halloween, who was this old guy. He was basically fucking... Christopher Lloyd's character from uh, oh, good, When Good Googles Ghouls Go, go Bad. bad. <laughs> like this old dude who had been doing it big, big, big for decades. He'd been, oh, he'd been in this town man. his whole life. So he passed away this year. And That's I actually didn't, I didn't read the whole thing right away. I just saw him. And I thought that you know when, they, when the city shared our house and said we won, they also shared a picture of Mr. Halloween. And they said, oh, okay. we also want to take time to shout out to Mr. Halloween, blah, blah. blah. So I didn't read the thing that he passed away. And I was like, "Look at this fucking guy!" And I'm like, "You know what? I I'm gonna go to I'm gonna drive to his house today. I'm gonna I want to shake his hand. I want to talk to him." And then I read <laughs> the thing again. I was like, "Oh fuck! Too late for that, man." Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, an absolute legend in this town, and uh, I like to think that maybe we're kind of keeping the ball rolling. You know,
1: I I really hope so. And that seems like some pretty big shoes to fill, but guys. I really think you are on the way of filling those shoes. Thank it, you. It was man. such an amazing display. And it seems like it gets bigger and bigger each year. Yeah, so we
2: we've been doing this now for eleven years. A big display. It uh-huh. started at her parents' house, then it went to my parents' house. Now it's uh here. And uh even when we didn't live at our parents' house, you know, we lived in an apartment complex, so you can't really decorate you still did it. Yeah, there. so we went to our parents' house and did it there. Yeah. So every year we got one or two new big pieces uh animatronic or something so now we yes. have 11 years with two big pieces every year so it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year and i get a little better at it honestly i actually um i had a i had a college course a really tough uh advertising guy who worked in the business in the 60s and 70s and he was really like he was he was you know like a whip cracker you know and uh he said – he opened up his book one day and he said, I want you all to name the thing in the world that you are better than everybody at. <laughs> and I wow. and I said, you know – and at the time, I said, this is a trick. I know what the point is. This is – Yes. You're, nobody's the best at anything. There's always somebody who's better than you. So I everybody's saying their thing. This kid next to me is like, oh, football. You are not the best football player no. in the world, dude. No fucking no. way. And so when it came to Sorry me. Sorry to break it to you. When it came to me, I was like, I think I'm the best. I think the answer is that I'm the best at being myself because anybody, there's always going to be somebody better. And he's like, no, that's, no, you have to find your thing. I'm like, what? "What?" So and for so it for years and I actually kind of got into an argument with him. I'm like, "What?" That would bug the, me too. There's always going to be some Yeah, so for, I thought about it for years. I was like, oh, "One day I'm going to call him and say like, "What is what's the point of that lesson?" <laughs> Give me the um, answer. <laughs> but I think adjusted for budget, I am the best at Halloween display decor. I can agree with you. Now, I say adjusting for budget because there's people that are better than me, but they have more money than I do. Yes. I think if I had all the money – well, if anybody had all the money in the world, they could do anything. But adjusted for budget, I feel like I am a fucking contender, man. I, I really – I agree. And it's too bad it's not something that I could make a job out of because fuck I'm <laughs> –
1: you know. Dude, you never know. There are those rich people that spend thousands upon thousand dollars on Christmas lights for a month and then they're taken down and put in storage, you know. I really think that's something that you could – Maybe a we'll start a company called, uh,
2: called Haunters Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, you pay us X amount of money – and you just and we set it up and then in the season's over we come and take it all back. Exact and we store it. Exactly. Walters Incorporated. But yeah, man, I uh I don't want to take you had a you had a way bigger day, so I don't <laughs> want to take away too much of the heat, but yeah, this was honestly one of the best Halloweens I've ever had. Uh That's great so to much hear of that. my family was here and we did, you know, don't worry we did keep our social protocols with COVID yes. and stuff like that. We were all very safe, but it was great to see everybody. It's great to see so many kids. And I just, yeah. it, it, I, it really um, breathes life into my soul, honestly. It, I, love you know, that. I, I, I love I
1: love hearing that too, especially in this year of 2020. Like a lot of things have been canceled. A lot of like things have been like soul crushing, but to have that experience and to uplift you to a different level, you can't ask for something better than that. I, I, you know, a,
2: a month ago, we, there was like a 50% chance it wasn't going to happen at all. Yes, you know, and then exactly. we, it happened, and it was fucking huge, and it went successfully, and we won the better contest. than you expected. Oh, yeah, you know yes. what? Though we're not going to enter the contest next year, most likely. You know, good. I want to retire on top. You would have done it even if there wasn't a contest. You know, right? And actually, I found that the the pressure of the contest stressed me out a little bit, and it took away yes. from because, like, every night before. I mean I'll we'll share a picture of it somewhere, but uh my display every night in October before I go turn the lights off for the night around like twelve or one AM, I just sort of stand there for a while in the light and just sort of breathe it in. The the weird blue cemetery <laughs> lights and I'm like
0: Ah yes. Nice.
2: So I would I would do this without contest and I found that the fact that we were being judged by everyone in our city, I was like kinda kinda made me feel strange, but to the victor go yeah. the spoil, you know?
1: There you go. And we did put up some direction, uh, decorations this year. We weren't really light on it, just knowing that we may not be at the house. But thankfully, we did have a house sitter, mostly to watch our uh, baby birdie, our cat, our black cat. So we did have the decorations out, and we have a security system that like shows onto our, our doorstep. So while we were away, we were still able to see the trick-or-treaters come to our house and oh, enjoy that's our, cool. our decorations. So that was fun. That was fun. But anyway, so Halloween day for me was magical to say the least. Yeah. So we went to Herman, Missouri. As soon as we got into town, you realize it's a very small town, a lot of hills, a lot of like farming land and stuff. But as soon as we got into town, we noticed that the whole town was decked out in Halloween decorations.
2: Oh, dude. you probably couldn't fucking plan that.
1: Oh my God. It felt like Halloween the movie, like very small town. Everyone's went all out because they love the holiday. And this was like maybe four o'clock, five o'clock. So the trick-or-treaters were slowly starting to descend onto the streets. So we got to see all these trick-or-treaters going from door to door and their outfits. We were going like maybe five miles per hour down like every block just to see the decorations and the trick-or-treaters. And that alone was magical. If I were to end my day on that, that would be perfect. But my day continued to get better and better. Shit. What fault?
2: So, Okay. (laughs) You go and you see your brother. You have a great time. You catch up. Yes. Then you go to Six Flags Fright Fest and you get the lights yes. and the vibe. Then the next day you're driving through this town. You're seeing all the decorations and all the kids. Uh, uh, what, what what could possibly come after that?
1: Uh, so we got a luxury cabin in the woods, and like this is one of those cabins that had like full amenities. You had your full kitchen. It had three fl- uh, fireplaces, a steam shower, a hot tub inside, and a hot tub on the private deck outside. It had a grill set up, a fireplace outside, a TV in each room, like the most luxury, luxurious cabin that you can think of. Fuck, dude. Yes. Amazing. So, you know, we put Halloween stuff on the TV. We got a prime rib steak to put on the grill. We were enjoying every little amenity of the, the cabin itself. Um, we ended the night uh, outside because there was a full moon, and it was clear, and you're in a very rural, small town, so there's no, like, light pollution. You can see the the sky very clearly. We were hanging out in the hot tub outside and just, like, taking in, like, just bathing in that full moon rain. And, this, and is that this, Halloween? this is Halloween night, right? This okay, is Halloween okay, night. Okay, okay. This is Halloween night. And, and, you know, we had to set our clocks back because um, of daylight savings time, uh, you know, that following day. So it was like, you know, 2 a.m., and we watched the clock go from 2 a.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. So, like, even that was magical, too. It just
0: added to the the,
1: the Halloween spirit, then. We were just able to fully be present and fully take in every little bit of the Halloween spirit. And I couldn't ask for a better Halloween. Honestly, this is probably the best Halloween I've had in like 10 years. Yeah.
2: I mean, just put the phones away and vibe. Yes,
1: exactly. I did not look at my phone at all that time. And we were present for every moment of it. And just the small aspects like the full moon. And we set a spell that night that was to to our inner child and set an intention for our future and our wedding. Like every little piece of it was because of that Halloween spirit. You know,
2: it it says something about social media that your best nights are when you don't post anything. And I found the same thing. Actually, like the whole night went by. And on Halloween, and I was sitting there, and I, like I said, the house was finally quiet after people coming in and out all day. Not only trick or treaters, but friends and family. And you know, I was sitting there with Halloween four. I was like, "Shit, I haven't posted anything all day. I guess that's that's a good sign. You're
1: able to fully enjoy the moment and be present, and that that's what's needed. I say nowadays, but especially for that for that Halloween day. Like, don't look at your phone. Don't post up. Don't don't worry about that. Be present. Feel and, and, and bathe in that Halloween spirit. You need that. You know, when people uh, ask me, and sometimes they don't
2: ask me, we just get to talking about it. The, you know, the, the big display I do every year and have and been doing and will continue to do um, until I physically can't for some reason. It's, there is a selfish joy to it. And I don't mean selfish in a bad way. There is something that I just personally love about it. But I also weirdly feel like I'm doing a service. You know, yes. um, when I – and I'll, I'll follow up with, so, uh, on that. When I was a kid in my town, Halloween was fucking huge. Um, just the, everyone did their house so big and you met up with huge groups from your school and your friends. And yes. And you would cross paths with other huge groups of friends from school and it just like – it was a, an event. And then yeah. I feel like when I st- – you know, the early 2000s came around – and, like, people stopped working so hard in their displays, and some kids, like, weren't didn't even bother going out at all because they didn't care. And um, I just thought, man, there's a whole generation of kids that are not going to have memories that I have that were created by caring people in my town. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. So what I do is in service of creating memories that hopefully kids will have forever. And, you know, I, I had parents thank me. This year, which I thought I was, was interesting. Like they that's, genuinely like, hey, thank you. Thank you for doing that's this. That's better than a compliment. That's yeah. better
1: than saying like, hey, amazing setup or whatever. Yeah. If somebody comes up to you and thanks you for your service. Right, yeah. That's that's more than a compliment. And
2: I think, uh, I think like I said, I think this is the thing I do best – and uh, it's too bad that it's, <laughs> so some people are good at math, some people are good at finance, some people uh-huh. are good at advertising. I think the thing I do best is put fake monsters on my property. But um, <laughs> hey, man, you gotta lean at, yeah, the, hey, don't mess with my lighting. I, yes,
1: that's hard to accomplish. I have.
2: Uh, I owe everything I know about outdoor lighting to my dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, pops. Yeah. But uh, I, it, I felt like this year a lot more people were into Halloween, and and I think that is because. I don't know if it's because of me, because I. It's kind of like when, like you, you notice things more when you're exposed to it. But I felt like more networks were celebrating Halloween. Yeah. Like Freeform. I mean, ABC Family, Fox Family, Freeform has their 13 days of Halloween down. But I feel like this year, well, not only yeah, it was
2: perfect. They also it was they perfect upped it to 31 this year. Yes, sorry, 31. So it's like, yes, exactly. It never that stopped too. and. Uh, and it's just becoming a really big thing again and it feels yes. really good and i don't know what exactly that's attributed to but definitely in the last few years it's becoming really
1: big again and it's just maybe people are realizing that we need it like that's that's what we've been missing yeah. now i feel like people are starting to recognize like hey this is actually an important holiday right and, and I think that we need to bring it up and make it big, just as big as Christmas. Well, it's
2: it's all inclusive. It's not restrictive of religion. You know, you're yes. only re- you can any anybody. I I, I hear that uh, these days everybody gets a Christmas tree, even if you don't celebrate it, just because yeah. you know their kids are going to school with kids that all have Christmas trees, so they feel they're coming almost and feels about like an it. obligation. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. everybody, but you don't really get it unless you're doing the religious part of it, I suppose. But Halloween is for everyone. Um, yes, there's there's no restrictions to, you know. And, and once you age out of it, there's still shit for you to do. You know, you you, you know, <laughs> exactly. there's, you could decorate exactly. your house. You could fucking hang out in the cemetery. You could there's. It's for everybody, and it's it's all about. I think I've described this to, I don't know, in other instances I, I described this as magic, and I think you use the word magic too. Yeah. And I don't mean magic by. Um seeing into the future and spells or anything, I'm talking magic, like you feel like there's a little spark in the world, you know what I mean yes, and i I think that halloween is is when done right if if a kid goes to a town where it's done right and and they take it all in, they could feel like wow, there's a little magic in this world, you know it's
1: it's a collective magical experience, yeah man, yeah, I agree, so I don't know to kind of sum up that I think. Halloween 2020 at the beginning of the year, I was very afraid that it was not gonna happen or anything. It ended up being one of the best I've had in years. Yeah, same man. It's funny that we had a we
2: had two very, very different Halloweens, but they were both like the best that either of us
1: had in a long time. <laughs> yes. You know? I love it. I love that. And it seems like a lot of other people had really good Halloweens too, um, considering uh the, the current state everything's in. So I, I'm so happy to hear that a lot of other other people had a very successful and fun and they a fun holiday and they were feeling the Halloween spirit as well. There were things that, like I said at the top,
2: you know, companies are gonna fail you. And that that also that's less on Christmas because companies know the the value of Christmas. So yes. the thing about Christmas, what I, I do love Christmas as well. Uh, with Halloween, but you don't have to try as hard for it, because it's fucking it's everywhere.
1: Everywhere.
2: Yeah, and that's why, and, you know, Halloween required, it's starting to become everywhere. Like, I was driving on the highway, and I saw a Geico billboard that was, like, the fucking little lizard <laughs> as a ghost. I'm like, dude, everybody's yes. starting to figure it out yes. that it is is profitable. So that's kind of good, too.
1: Uh-huh. It but is. I had to agree. Just
2: like um, the the moral of the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special
1: uh-huh.
2: is remember Linus at the end he has his speech and, and even kind of Charlie Brown the whole time it's like you know we're losing the point of it this is it's not yes. about buying gifts and and doing that I, I, the same thing could be said about Halloween you're always yep. going to have the best time when you find it inside yourself and you make it more of a, a positive and spiritual thing with your friends and your family and you don't really worry about what uh Billion-dollar corporations funnel down to you like we're pigs eating from a trough. You know, <laughs> find it <laughs> yes. yourself. Carve a jack o' lantern. Watch your favorite movie. Think about the holidays yeah. from when you were a kid. Um, hang out with your friends. Do something spooky. Take late walks at night. And that you don't. You don't need to buy any of that shit.
1: You know? No. Let the Halloween spirit come to you naturally. Let it happen to you. Let it, let it come to you organically.
2: Is, that's my suggestion. I know people are gonna. What? What? You know, people are gonna freak out a little bit about that. Yes. Because they're gonna say, You you tell me not to seek it out in August and September? Do whatever you want. But my yeah. recommendation is wait for it to happen because it's kind of like uh man, my mind goes to sex with everything, but it, it's like uh <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe I won't make this reference, but uh, yeah, if you let it happen if you let it happen, it's just gonna you're gonna feel it and it'll be more effective than if you force it early on. You
1: know, And I think that's a perfect way to, to sum up this podcast. Yes. But, but if you are still in the Halloween mood, we still have uh, four episodes, four radical episodes of the Forever Boogus Halloween podcast. We did um, our favorite Halloween costumes from pop culture. We've covered Halloween commercials. We celebrated To Be Ween. Yep. And uh, our last one had uh, two special guests on it to uh, recommend four movies that were set on Halloween day.
2: Yeah, man, and this was definitely a pretty different episode for us. You know, we usually yes. have more of a structure and more of a uh, thing that we're trying to get across or a topic. Um, mm-hmm. But we had so we both had so much to catch up on, and we figured maybe we just just catch up on Mike. Yeah, um, it's a good opportunity. Why not? And so hopefully this was entertaining for people. I know I had a, it was great to catch up with you talk about it. I don't. Hopefully people find it as as good as I did. <laughs> um, if not, then, I'd if not, so. then hang in. We're going to get back to our old tricks in, uh, That's right. in the coming weeks.
1: And I'm glad you said that because uh, this month we have uh, our Thanksgiving special that we're going to be working on here pretty soon. Uh, you're, you guys are invited to our TV party that we're going to be TV having TV party tonight. In the next... Uh, Oh, all right. right. Yeah, I think that Thanksgiving
2: doesn't get uh, enough credit and uh, it's getting there. So is
1: Thanksgiving like the next holiday they're going to be celebrating kind of like Halloween? Like we're going to go all out on Thanksgiving No, or no. Because
2: the, okay, the, okay, the, okay. the, the point – the answer is yes, but also no. Because okay. the point of Thanksgiving <laughs> is you just busted your ass and did Halloween shit nonstop for about two months. Uh-huh. And then in a month – you're gonna be stressed out about making sure everybody's got presents, and you're watching all the right movies. Yes. So Thanksgiving yes. asks nothing of you except for to just like relax and eat food. Uh, yeah. So there are some great movies to watch in that season, and if you if you like the just the fall in general, you know, separated from Halloween, there's it's still that's a helpful. great time of the year. You know. Yep. I know. So
1: we'll definitely get to that during our Thanksgiving special. We'll get more into that. Yeah during our, our thanksgiving special but we're also going to have a, a bunch of special guests on i'd say in the next couple months as we're celebrating those holidays and then uh we'll see what happens with the forever bogus podcast in 2021 i think we got some big things lined up yeah
2: i uh i, I hope that it never ends and i hope that <laughs> i can be we should be like heads in jars like in futurama you know, just continuing know, the continuing podcast. Continuing the podcast. And like, hey, have you seen I any- I think we'd
1: run out of things to, to talk about. Have you seen any movies lately? It's like, no, I'm, I'm a
2: jar. I'm in a jar. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> I've seen you I want, next uh, to yeah, me. Yeah, I wish- I, I regret <laughs> signing up for this. I kind of want a natural death. Uh, well, maybe
1: we'll start like reenacting Ghostbusters. Like from line to line, scene to scene. I, can, I, I don't know if I can do it. Ghostbusters.
2: I could probably do- Let's do Casper. How about okay, that? Okay, I could do Casper. I could also probably do Beethoven line for line. This, <laughs> um, as
1: long as I'm David the company, then we're told. Totally yeah, no, fine. I'm going to be the dog. Okay, perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for spending uh, this day with us and uh, our Halloween recap. We really hope that you felt the Halloween spirit this year. If you did, please reach out to us. We would love to hear your stories about your Halloween night or even the small little instances like your morning walk and feeling that Halloween spirit just breeze through you or just watching your favorite Halloween movie like Halloween 4 and finding new things out about yourself and the Halloween season. Like we want to hear those things. Yeah, right? I want
2: to know what works for people this year so I could
1: yes. utilize
2: it myself. So there we go. you know I mean? go. <laughs> for future Halloweens and beyond.
1: All right, Dog. Until next time. Always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay... Bogus. bogus!
0: Y'all should know this, forever bogus. Y'all should know this, forever bogus. Y'all should know this. This be the best podcast in the universe. We got the host, Bryce Shoemaker. Nothing like they do. Bars, any takers, an all the VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great, I'm hoping y'all are great. Flea markets, yes, one for a nickel. Complain about Rewinders sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching P and P, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sale on Dairy the Snail. Mr. McNally, I hope one of these days you could bring me my mail. E count, shot killer, you hoover, order pale ales. You're on dopeer